Welcome to the Millennial Moms Podcast. We are a group of friends learning a lot about community, motherhood, marriage, and how to follow Jesus in today's world. Join us each week as we dig deep into real life for encouragement, honesty, and a little humor to keep us all sane. Okay. I mean, just a natural hey, guys. I just hey, everybody. Hi. Hi. Week four. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the Millennial Moms Podcast. Yes. We're super excited today. Yes. So, <laughs> as we've said before, we are all young wives and mamas. We've learned a lot in our few years, but there's so much more to learn and so many more ways for us all to grow. Uh, thankfully, we do all have women in our life that are a few steps ahead of us and have been with us through fun seasons and hard seasons um, along our journey. So, we thought it would be so fun and so helpful to bring on someone who's been a constant in all of our lives, Roz Pitts. You can't cry yet. Welcome. Thank you. Yes. So, why don't you tell us a few, well, we already know, but... Four so, facts. Yeah. yeah. Four Some facts. Some fun facts about you. Yeah. Um, I am a Clemson grad and working on my PhD right now. It's just to add to the crazy of life. I've um, been married for uh, 19 years. Of course, Dang, I have wow. three kiddos, 16, 14, and 10. Um, and I spend a lot of time taxiing people places at this season <laughs> of my life. <laughs> you think having a driver that, like, that would be taken you would away? You would think it would but... help, but, like, yeah. It's still kind of, I need yeah. them to all drive, nice. basically. So. You ready, Maylee? Start driving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our youngest Maylee is sitting here right now. Yes. With us. So. so first of all, I don't have these questions, so That's I don't okay. know what to That's ask. That's okay. So <laughs> last week we talked about like, especially after you become a mom, you know, before becoming a mom, before the crazy hits, like it's really easy to have designated quiet time, like spending time with the Lord. Once you become a mom, the crazy hits. And we realize it's not so quiet time most of the time. Like, you just make it happen whenever you can. So, I guess stemming off of last week, like, what is that? We realize, like, you're a few steps ahead of us. And your kids are a little bit older. But it's still crazy. You have three and they're all running around with sports and school and all that. So, like, what does that look like for you right now? Absolutely. So, um as you guys all know, I'm a, I'm a morning person, so, you know, <laughs> I have to get up at 5, and somehow I get up at 5, and I'm still, like, the last person out the door every morning. I don't know how that happens, but <laughs> it does. But um, I have a very, like, timed schedule in the morning, and once I come in from working out, I have about 20 minutes before the next person's going to be up. So I jump in the shower and eat my breakfast and do an initial, I'd say, initial quiet time then. Um, but of course things go right, a light goes off, somebody comes up the steps, but, um, I kind of divide my quiet time into sections of like the morning is kind of my reading. Um, and then my prayer time is riding to work, riding home from work, um, riding to the grocery store. I found that like, and I'm in the car, I try to just not have music on because a lot of times that is my like window of time to like significantly spend time with the Lord in prayer. Um, and then I try to like throughout the day, um, if I have 10 minutes of work and I can get up and walk a lap, like use that time in prayer. So if that kind of makes sense, I have yeah, to I like that. kind of yeah. join it stages, stages of the game. Yeah. Um, and I think as like you're growing in motherhood, like you know, there are days when, like, I'm hardcore, like, in prayer for Blake, or I'm hardcore in prayer for one of the kids. Like, I know right. something's going on with them that day, and so mm-hmm. all day, that's just kind of, right. you know, on my heart. But, um, but yeah, I say the morning is kind of my reading, nice. but then throughout the day, it's like my prayer. Yeah. That's awesome. I like the driving thing, too, because I think we're so used to noise. Yeah. I have to have noise. It's like the only time where nothing, like, all you have, all you can do is drive. You can't do Absolutely. anything else, so you might as well Absolutely. just pray. Right. Well, way. and for you guys, if you have kids in the car, they're buckled in safely. You know, and so praying out loud to them, you know, and that is something I tried to practice even when my kids were little. Like, mm-hmm. the car is a great time to pray out loud. Right. And for them to hear you. Yeah. Like, I love that. to yeah. hear that conversation. And so, yeah. like, it's not perfect, but <laughs> they may cry, and, you know, but they're safe. Yes. Right. You can't go anywhere. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Nice. Okay. Let me put these right here. <laughs> um... Okay, this is one I wrote down, actually. So we're talking about 
I mean, we have different challenges, and sometimes they're like, like right now they're little, like Brooks likes to chew on wires, or <laughs> like Greg puts his shoes on the wrong feet, or like stuff like that. Like they're they're kind of small, but obviously as they get older, the things get harder, and the season gets difficult. So looking back, I guess from sixteen years ago, what has been like the most challenging part of motherhood, or what stage, I guess, however mm. you want to do it. I think the challenging stage is when you really realize they're like people that you're responsible for. Like, yeah. I remember when they were really small, like, obviously praying for their salvation, starting to pray for, like, their spouses one day, like, kind of the, I don't know, the go yeah. get them Christian things you pray for your children, right? But then as they became people and they started, like, really making choices and being influenced. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd roughly say, like, the upper elementary school years when, like, I began to see that bubble of, like, safety start to kind of break Mm -hmm. and realize all the influences they were having in their lives, boy, it took the prayer life to a different direction because it was like, okay, now it's not just like, hey, like, you know, I keep them safe and, you know, Holy Spirit draw them to you. It's now it's like, you know, please, like, give them wisdom in conversations today as what may come up might not be something they're ready to encounter, like, you know, and, um... You know, Landon, well, both the boys, we had to have the sex talk with them in fourth grade. Oh, yeah. you're, you're we were 10. just talking about and you're that. You're 10 years yeah. old. And, oh, that, boy, that moment was, terrifying. like, stripped away the Did they like, come to you, pieces. or you felt like it was disgusting um, so you needed to address so it? So, interestingly, with Landon, I was still teaching at Blue Ridge with him. Mm-hmm. And I, cr- I, like, crossed paths with him in the hallway. And he was like, hey, Mama, Keyshawn told me how babies get here. Okay. <laughs> and I've known Keyshawn, like, his whole life. And so, like, immediately I was like, Keyshawn probably does know how babies get here. <laughs> like, I, like, thought in my head, right? So, I go back to my room, and I call Blake. And I'm like, Blake, yeah. this just happened. You're up after school. You better be yeah. You better drive your yeah. right. Yeah. So, um, we always kind of agreed that we just, like, mm-hmm. wanted to be, um, I don't know, very, like, present in the hard stuff with the kids and mm-hmm. very, like, real that, this, like, for instance, sex wasn't going to be a one-time talk. Right. Like, it's going to be yeah. an ongoing, like, That's a thing. struggle yeah. for yeah. you, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so... Um, Blake got Landon, rode him around the car, and I remember when he walked in the door, like, I remember looking at his little face, and it was like, oh, God. (laughs) He, like, knows I've had sex. This is like, oh, my gosh. Like, I just felt like my little, my little boy was like, no, no, no. Um, Lawton's personality is a little more, um... I don't know, in your face, obviously, y'all know him, so he actually was like kind of brought up himself. He was like, you know, like, I know how this works. You already have the sex talk you with know. himself. So he's like, <laughs> I educated myself already. Um, <laughs> so, like, in those cases, we tried to build early on, like, foundational kind of, like, all, like opening the door for ongoing conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, right. not address it in, like, a one and done, okay, check that off the list. Now I'm never going to talk about that again. Right. right? Yeah. But, like, an ongoing. And um, so far, knock on wood, but, like, they've been very open with um, – struggles and real life Mm -hmm. things they're not very I mean they're open about it they talk about it openly so I think about even like guys in our generation I mean our husband's age that are like that was the norm you're lucky if you even got a sex talk yeah but if you did get one it was one time sex is bad don't do it don't get anybody pregnant yeah like I had birds and the bees and yeah one time and that was literally it yeah which for girls sometimes that's all it takes sometimes it's like Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. But with you all being boy moms, exactly. thus far in your journeys, like yeah. how visual boys are and how right. much that impacts their day to day life. I mean, I definitely, like, kind of back to what you're saying, like, I do think that age of kind of realizing you're in the weeds now. Yeah. And, like, you're, in, you've always been shaping just, their heart, yeah. but, like, you're really, yeah. like, guiding now. Yeah. More than ever. And they're exposed to different things as they get older. I mean, even, but they're Absolutely. exposed to things earlier on now, like, than even when we were in school. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's why the conversation, to, you know, to keep having it is even more important. Because they're just going to be more and more and more right. exposed Absolutely. to it as they get older. Yeah. We're just ter- we were terrified of, like, we're like, wow. Like, I mean, our parent generation, like, it, like... They had to get like magazines, like you know, they had to really <laughs> seek it, you yeah. know. And now and it's everywhere. Literally, yeah. snap, you know, it's down to yeah. this. So it's like, what's it gonna be like when yeah. they're yeah. twelve, thirteen, and like Ugh. how accessible porn is, and like yeah. porn is literally Snapchat, and like yeah. it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. It, yes. I think you just have to super 
stay in tune, like super be present, always be listening, something, and I think you always have to trust when like something's not right, so Mm -hmm. to speak, Mm -hmm. like you know your kid, and you're like, "Mm, something's off, and like press into it, figure it out, like whatever it takes, figure it out. So along those lines, like I guess hardest part, but then also advice, like if you Mm -hmm. had to give a mom advice, like at our stage right now. What do you think the most non-cheesy, like, non-cheesy. real advice? <laughs> real non-cheesy. Honestly, is give yourself more grace than you probably do. Yeah. Because I think um, you ladies are even more, like, than my pressure was, like, with social media and Instagram and constant, like, people putting their lives in front of you, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. constantly this picture of, like, Measuring up. Measuring up and yeah. motherhood and, like, Christian motherhood and, like, all this, like, oh, my gosh, does my kid know seven verses? They don't know any <laughs> verses because there's ten verses. Like, yeah. you know, I, we were laughing because, um, so, Connor Henderson, which is obviously, y'all know Connor is one of Landon's best friends. When they were little, there's another little boy in our church named Micah, and Micah could, like, read, like, three. It was, like, <laughs> insane, right? Like, <laughs> he's a brilliant yeah. kid, like, yeah. great kid, great family, but, um... And Gina were like, what's wrong? Oh my gosh, what are we not doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I just, I wish that I'd given myself more grace. Yeah. Because now that I'm on this side of it, like I realized my kids all learn to read. Right? Yeah. They all learn to use the potty. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. they can all get along with people. Like, yeah. they, you know, there's just times where I didn't give myself enough grace and yeah. the pressure um, was yeah. so intense and you're already in such a hard season. So it's like, don't put unnecessary. Yeah. Right. Pressure. I don't know if that's cheesy. No, it's no. not. No, I but I think I'm on the end where I've seen the result. Right. Just steadfastness and just being constant. Yeah. You know, that there's so many things they do actually figure out. Yeah. All right. This is, I think, my favorite one. <laughs> Have you ever struggled with being not good enough as a pastor's wife? And I say not good enough in quotations. How do you stay in tune with who God says you are in that? Yes. Yes, I have because I, hands down, it's one of, um, I think the hardest roles and can be a very lonely role because Mm -hmm. so many people, um, it's interesting. I think it's the dynamic. I think there's either people who want to be all in your business or people who like hold you at this kind of like, oh my gosh, I can't Mm -hmm. talk to her. She's the pastor. Like like, it's a weird (laughs) dynamic where you just kind of want people to live life with you in the middle. Like just like. I'm in the struggle. Yeah, right. I'm not perfect. Um, I think the constant has been like the women group in my life who, um, who've known me before mm-hmm. and who know me outside of that role. Right. And I've always encouraged people like, yes, do you want this? This is awesome and this is great. Right. But it's also nice to be friends with people that you're not a pastor's wife to. Yeah. yeah. And you're not. Um, <laughs> It just is. I'm the black sheep. Right? <laughs> but it is. I mean, it's, but it's, it's nice to be friends with people who don't go to our church. Yeah. Right. Who completely operate outside of this kind of world right. that we all kind of function in all the time. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I would say that's a big one, honestly. Yeah. Um, I also say find a mentor who really is... Um, seasons ahead of you. So for me, like a Sheila Bagwell. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm is she's lived this life right. and yeah. she knows this life and yeah. she's honest. Right. And she like I can be honest with her like right. yeah. this is hard or this is I'm struggling with this or yeah. like yeah. this is really making me mad and I don't want to like this person anymore. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um and so and I think that's important. Whether that yeah. be in our church or somebody outside of our church. Maybe that's your home church or you know like wherever yeah. that looks like but find a woman who is in that stage of life who like with Sheila she's lived it and she doesn't give any beef about being honest about things. Right. Like, she has no skin in the game. So, right. she'll just straight up be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. find you like a 50-plus woman yeah. <laughs> who's completely confident in who she is yeah. and yeah. has lived that life. But, yeah. um, I mean, Blake and I have a saying, it's always lonely at the top. And, yeah. and that relates to a lot of different professions. But I think mm-hmm. in ministry, um, we all know, like, that target just gets bigger. Right. With the yeah. amount of responsibility and influence, and mm-hmm. that target just gets bigger and bigger. So how do you deal with that, like adversity? Because like you can't 
go off on somebody. Or you can't, like, <laughs> you can't. Then on social media. I mean, there's, like, you can't. You have yeah. to still uphold this you kind do. of you level absolutely. about you. So, I think for me, a couple of things. Number one is, like, I do really try to take care of my own self. Like, yeah. my own spiritual wellness, physical wellness, right. mental wellness. I have a housekeeper. Like, yeah. I try yeah. to, like, do things that allow my own bubble to not be chaotic so when other things mm-hmm. enter because I think that's what happens that's a lot of time yeah. when like your world is chaotic yeah. you're not you're not strong enough to handle the other that comes yeah. in and filter it correctly yeah. and then and you're just in each other's firing yes. range so that right. becomes conflict yes. between you and yeah. your spouse absolutely so, yes. and yeah. another big thing I learned probably um, this was after probably Lawton was born so a couple kids in like it's hard for us because we want to press into our husbands and we want to like relive every detail with them. Okay, what happened in that meeting? Okay, what did they say? And how did they look? Right? Because we've sat at home or we've like been wondering, our minds built this whole thing up. Right. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just not necessary for you to know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard because Mm -hmm. it almost feels like you're not supporting them. Yeah. But I have found a lot of joy and relief in only pressing in when I feel like Blake needs yeah. me to press in or needs me to be included. If he comes home and he's like, yeah. it's good. And I can tell, like, there's really no good that comes from me pressing in right now and asking yeah. questions. Like, yeah. whatever's handling yeah. with whoever. And so, in doing so, I've eliminated a lot of unnecessary right. knowledge of situations that maybe I was never Because you're going to take on that burden. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're just things I was never yeah. meant to deal with. Or you're right. going to be pressured to talk to another right. person Absolutely. in the church, and then you're gossiping, you know, Absolutely. it's a whole, so, whole trap. So, um, that's kind of where yeah. I land. Mm-hmm. If yeah. he comes home and he's stressed, yeah. and I'm like, are you good? He's like, I really am. And he's learned to say, I just really don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And I've learned to say, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being okay with it. Yeah. Gotta be okay with it. That's... That's really true. I think there's so much of ministry that's so messy that people will never see. So not that much. it's not good and not that it's not worth it, but that has been something like I've had to learn quickly with Tyler because mm-hmm. Tyler's very introverted. He was forced to be very extroverted in his role. Yes. And so I think that especially he gets home and he just wants to like kind of zone out. Yeah, he's done. And there yeah. are times when, you know, I've learned if he brings it up, like, Okay, right. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's bad yeah. enough, like Listen, you say. Press yeah. In. yeah. But I think he also learned quickly, and I would be so offended in the beginning of like, why don't you feel like you can tell me this? Why don't you feel like I'm a safe place? Why don't you like key me into what's happening at work? Like I want to know you and your life and your heart and like what you're dealing with. But I also am naturally such a like protector mm. of my people. Yes. That. He saw it before I did. Like, it took a while for me to be like, actually, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> like, actually, I'm good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because I would not, and again, this is like a lesson in marriage, period, but specifically with, like, issues in ministry or when ministry is hard, I would not just sit and be a safe place. I would react, like, really strongly. Right. And then they feel like now they've got to protect you and yes. fix you on top of whatever yes. the original issue was. Yes. And it took me, like I said, he saw that before I did, mm-hmm. and it took a while for me to be like, actually, okay, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then being able to let go of that, and like you said, you know, not that I get it right all the time by any means, but that line of, mm-hmm. you know, are, do I need to help you? Like, do you need someone? And like, yeah. if you do, how can I just like remind myself quickly in that minute of like, my job is not to protect you right Absolutely. now. Like, it's just to listen to you. Well, and I think it's interesting because I don't know if you've ever read the book, Men Are Like Waffles, Women Are Like Speakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The classic, yeah. right? You know, and, the, and how their mind works like boxes. And truly, I think there's a relief and a safety mm-hmm. in being able to come home and put that box on the shelf. Yeah. yeah. And let me, let me take down the husband, the dad, right. the playing in the yard box. Yeah. That is the safety. Right. Yeah. I mean, I put the other box on the shelf. Yeah. Right? And so... Being able to offer that to them, yeah, I think is yeah. is good. Yeah, so. I think I didn't write this question down, but just a little side turn to that same question is I think something I've struggled with, not necessarily on that note, but like having small kids, mm-hmm. and I mean Taylor didn't just come out of the season of being the youth pastor, but like having Gray being small in that season was it's hard, a lot of pressure because I feel like mm-hmm. I could not, and this is totally selfish, but I feel like I could not be a part of 
his, you know, that ministry the way I wanted to because Gray was so right. nuts and like I couldn't <laughs> sit him in a service. Wasn't Blake that way? I mean, when you, you know, know, kids were little, wasn't he in youth? Yeah, so, so we, yeah, we like, had Lawton. We had Lane and Lawton. I guess my question is the balance of, you know, you have your family and obviously that is your primary responsibility. Like, that's your family. So, what have you learned, I guess, the balance of, like, family and being fully involved in, like, his role in ministry? Yeah. Well, and what's interesting is in the early years of our ministry, we were in more of um, traditional church structure Mm -hmm. where, like, they truly expected you to be yeah. at everything. I mean, that's we I had Sunday night, yeah, Sunday <laughs> right. night, Sunday Sunday morning, Wednesday yeah. night, like hospital yeah. visits, right? Like the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. hey, Mama Sue needs you to come visit her. She's got to have surgery, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, in those early years when I had, you know, two boys under the age of, you know, they're roughly a little over two and a half years apart. So like small kids, right? Um, it was rough, and there yeah. was, like, plenty of, like, crying and meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of like a single mom, which is a side of ministry that a lot of people don't see and know. Right. Um, is that not only do you um, never, like, for me, like, you don't usually sit in church with them. You guys kind of get to now with multiple services. But, like, yeah. usually, like, right. it's not even just that you don't get to sit in church together, but it's, like, the entire Sunday morning experience yeah. is not normal for it's, our families. Right. right? Like. Yeah. Blake leaves our house at 6.15 yeah. on Sunday morning and has for our entire marriage, you yeah. know, through three kids. And there are times where I'd get to church. Um, I, I don't know if y'all remember, but I had the Honda minivan, right? Yeah. So I had three three kids in it. You drove the Honda with your kids, yeah. Three kids in it, right? And so, like, I'm, like, just frustrated. One Sunday we got to church, and I look back, and I know y'all heard the story, and Lawton has no shoes on. And I'm like, Lawton, where are your shoes? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't have any underwear on either. Like, <laughs> go in kids' life, but do not tell Miss Allison that you do not have underwear on. Yeah. Like, we can sweat the shoe thing off, but like, don't be telling everybody you don't have underwear yeah. on, right? But like, there was nothing I could do about it. We just no. had, had to there, embrace definitely. it and go with it, right? Yeah. So usually, like on Sundays, Blake would see me and say, How's it going? Like, good. And I'm like, It's great. It's wonderful, right? Yeah. Like, I just play it off, you know. Yeah. And then after church and yeah. after he's preached and after real. he's had lunch, I'm like, It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We all understand. Yes, you can't, it's forbidden you can't to add break the other yeah. stressors. You can't yeah. break <laughs> it up, you know. Yes. Um, but again, <laughs> now that I'm on this side of it and my kids are a little older, <laughs> they have loved ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like, they the are so blessed beyond measure by the people and moments and opportunities in their life that have come yeah. from the crazy, yeah. from the chaos, right? Yeah. But I couldn't see it then. Right. It's right. hard to see it when you're the one wrangling a kid and your husband's been gone for <laughs> yeah. three hours. And you got to walk in church and, like, be like, yes, I'm ready to worship. This is great. Like, <laughs> and in reality, you're, like, telling them one more time for the other car, I do love you. Please yeah. Please have fun in kids' life, yeah. right? So, um, I've been there, but I do see the fruit of that, which if I hope that gives hope. I see the yeah. fruit of that now. There's so many opportunities that my kids have been a part of that are just not standard cookie-cutter church experiences, right. like, mm-hmm. that I wouldn't trade for yeah. anything. Yeah. So, you just got to gotta make it there, but, like, yeah. yeah. Just know there's like a there's an unsung code between any woman in that room <laughs> whose husband has served in any capacity, like knows the like yeah, the yeah. look, the nod, yeah. the like yeah. you made it. Yeah. You made it to church. Yep. Like I'm yeah. confident that he's gonna be the one to show up without shoes and underwear. Probably will. Okay, next question. Um, so have you always had a strong community around you, like specifically women, like your age that's in the same, you know, community around you, and how did you find your people? Like, how did you find that core group that you know was a safe place, your support system, your encouragement, and people who challenge you too? Mm, That's interesting. So, my overall go-to is still my college roommate um, who lives in Greenville. She's a nurse, and she's still the like lifeline of my kind of like sisterhood of like Mm -hmm. I can call you tonight and I know you'll be here in two hours right and and again that kind of goes back to she's watched me grow as 
a believer, as a wife, as a mom. She's been in every season. And I think there's just something that comes with comfort of seasons and experiencing yeah. life together. Yeah. Um, Angie would be another one. We've just lived a lot of life together. Yeah. And I think, I think your community, I think you have to choose very wisely, um, especially when, how do I say this, ministry, obviously, you have to choose wisely. But I think to the draw to like, Oh, our kids are going to do this. My kids are going to do that. I need to make friends with this group because my kids are now involved mm-hmm. in that. Or my, and I think that's good, and, and we're called to live life among people and with people, but yeah. not everybody is going to end up in the inner circle. Exactly. Like, your kid can play on that ball team, and that with person ball. is just yeah. somebody you sit with and enjoy a game with. And I have okay. to know your depths of your soul, yeah. right? And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And so I think you kind of have to give yourself permission to do that, to yeah. be like, I have my people I'm going to love you and I'm going to enjoy you, but like, yeah, this is probably our relationship. So, um, and I think it gets more challenging, like for you right now, I know it it probably does feel super challenging, right? Because when you're here and the kids are here, it's chaotic and you can't really focus on each other. Mm -hmm. Then that turns into like, okay, well, this kid's going to be playing this game all Mm -hmm. weekend and this one's got to go here and this one's got to go there. So I think you become really, um... You become okay with the comfort of, okay, we're going to go next Thursday. That'll be our time. Yeah. So you, you crave the time you get and you really enjoy it because I think it becomes smaller in some ways in this season. And then I've yeah. seen people ahead of me who now their kids are all gone <laughs> yeah. and they're back hanging out with their friends yeah. all the time, yeah. right? And My so, mom's a group of right. friends. They're literally like so, trips. So I think, you know, years. that's yeah. just like seasons <laughs> yeah. of like raising kids. I think friendships go through those seasons where yeah. you, sometimes you have to be okay with this is all I can give you right now, and this mm-hmm. is all she can give me right now. Right, yeah. But it's solid, and we're together. Yeah, it's rich and it's good. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of like when it comes to you and Blake, how do you? I guess different seasons brought different things, mm-hmm. but I think you guys are really good about like date night. So yes. what is that? What you would say be mm-hmm. like one of your main things? Of, like Keeping the lines of communication. Absolutely, I think. Yeah. Um, and we try to take weekend trips. We even did that when our kids were little, mm-hmm. and I know it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm on this side saying like, okay, if your kid doesn't sleep one night or like gets off a of schedule one time or right. it like, it won't end They're alive. Life. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're alive. Like you, you kind of yeah. gotta, I mean, kind of gotta grasp the like, yeah. yeah, just keep them alive till I get home Yeah, and then we'll fix whatever's been undone while yeah. they've been with exactly. you. Um, but I say take weekend trips when you can. It doesn't have to be extravagant. Like a lot of times our, I know you guys are Greenville people too. Like yep. doesn't have to be a crazy amount of money. Um, we do like we try to do a date night every Sunday night, and sometimes that date night looks like we're going to the grocery store together, and we grab a sub and yeah. then we bring it home. Yeah, like sometimes that's what it looks like. Yeah. Um. But again, it's quality time, right? right? And so, I think that kind of shift in focus of like it's almost like the prayer thing in the car in the morning. It's yeah. like finding the margins. Yeah that work and remembering that you just enjoy being together. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. And if it's, for us, a lot of times it's like, I know, I mean, you guys, well, especially Victoria, because we walk this block. Sometimes for us, like, it might be a 10-minute block around our, or walk around our neighborhood right. while the kids are, like, yep. whatever, doing it at Destroying, the house. Destroying, yeah. Destroying the house, Destroying. right? Yeah. Um, but just making sure that even in the small margins, we mm-hmm. try to connect. Right. You know, and I think that's kind of what you have to look for sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we take any excuse for a Greenville night. Uh, you do. Church dinner? Sure. Church. We'll <laughs> stay in Greenville? Sure. Well, I yeah. think that's kind of the benefit of, like, the whole millennial era. We do have some benefits in that. We really oh, push, absolutely. like, the self-care and, like, the, like, mm. so I think we've really kind of grew up in a generation where we feel like it's way more acceptable to leave our kids with grandparents and, like, yeah. take time for you as a awesome. couple. There's more, like, yeah. talk, it's more conversational. I think when you probably yeah. were doing it, it was uh, way more taboo to leave your, way more taboo. oh, you're leaving your child for the weekend? How dare you? Way more taboo. Yeah. Yes. Like, way more taboo. Yeah. So I think yeah. now, I think we're kind of fine and, like, no, like, they'll yeah. be fine, right? And yeah. we need it's it more so than they hard. need it. For sure. Yeah. I think for us, it was, like, we went into a season of, like, wanting to have babies and being pregnant. Like, okay, we know it's going to be hard, but we're saying right now, like, right. this is a priority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was the thing that I mourned the most, like, mm-hmm. when having Bo. And, like, when we weren't going to bed together every night, right. I literally lost my mind, which hormones, <laughs> but I would sob 
every because you thought it was gonna like result yeah well it's not even like I could think through anything like yeah I don't know it was just yeah I don't know it was a weird thing for me to like (laughs) process and walk through like in the beginning you realize that it's never gonna be just just the two of you without interruption and that is forever changed right something to I mean it's a great it's just a responsibility yes it's a great thing obviously but it's just it is like we it took us a very long time to get to a point where we left great like Mm -hmm. even for a date night and Especially overnight. I was going to say, I feel like I remember trying to push so hard. Like, yeah. come get your nails done with me. Or y'all yeah. go. Yeah. But I think I think mom guilt was just yeah. so, oh, was so strong, like, so strong yeah. that it just would, I mean, I just couldn't do it. Now, here's right? the interesting so. thing that, as y'all talk about that, that I was thinking about. Like, so when they're little, the grandparents were all about keeping them. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because they're, sweet, they're <laughs> tiny, they're little. Like, yeah. right? And now we're back to the swing of, like, with mommy being older, they can stay by themselves. Yeah. That middle sometimes sucks to try yeah. to get even grandparents. You want to take care of <laughs> your kids, <laughs> right? Because yeah. they're not as cute as they were. They're beginning <laughs> to kind of be annoying. They want to be entertained. They want yeah. to go places. And so, um, Blake and I use what we call the starve method. Like, yeah. we would just starve grandparents of time with them <laughs> for like yes. if we knew we wanted to go away yeah. for like yeah. two weekends like I'd starve you so that when yeah. you like get yeah, them you're excited they were so excited yeah. Yeah. you know and of course starving. like that's hilarious and then once we got three then it was like <laughs> almost a divide and conquer system at that right. point because yeah. that's a lot yeah no set that's of grandparents wanted to keep yeah. three kids yeah yeah right and yeah. everything that comes with like the attention seeking behaviors of three kids like right. so then it was like okay well okay I'll make Okay, well, so and so can keep May, and then Connor can go here, or Landon can go to Connor's, and yeah. Walton can go here. So, um. see, I think for us, like, it wasn't as hard. I don't know, maybe, and that maybe there's postpartum something in there too, but like, I found it way easier, and I also found it we've gotten not that you have gotten better, mm-hmm. but we like so look forward to it because I think Brandon mm-hmm. is his best self, like, with a kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we almost yes. kind of got. Like, I didn't really mourn that, yeah. which is not, I mean, it's not a good thing or it's not a bad thing. I just, that was something that we were, yeah. like, looking forward to. Right. And so that's when it's hard. It's kind of hard now because we're, like, we don't, we're not in the financial place to have another child. But, like, people come in different stages, like, come to it at different stages. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, when did you and Blake were, like, yes, or was he a mistake? Or were you, like, <laughs> for your second, like, going from one to for two is kind of scary. Um, no, it was scary. It was scary. like you want it, but and the hardest. Like, I, I, I I firmly believe one to two is the hardest. Yeah, because you're one. Excited. You, have you, have, you have no idea. Two to three, nothing. Do it. It's fine. One to two. Ooh. I hate to tell you, but one to two is harder than zero to one. Yes. I feel like we pulled all of our friends. <laughs> yes. That sucks. Yes. <laughs> like, did, you, did you have like a time frame uh, in mind, or were you just so, like? My thing is, you had Lance, which they were both young, but yeah. like. We all know Gray is nuts. Like, Gray is very high energy until he crashes. Gray is the Lawton. Like, yeah. Gray is the Lawton. I do not know if Gray is the good one or the bad one. Like, that's what terrifies <laughs> me. If Gray is the bad one, like, then the mischievous, push the limits yes. kind of child. He's got to be. Okay. He's, like, <laughs> he's got to well, like, I do laugh that you say that because. He's the good one. That <laughs> well, absolutely terrifies me. Legs. Blake's first cousin, Stephen, yeah, um, who Victoria babysat for when they were growing up. Um, yes. There's like a tremendous amount of age difference between those siblings. I can't remember. It's like eight years or something, yeah. like crazy. I'm not crazy, but you know, a big right. gap. And people would ask her all the time, like Blake's, like saying, like, "Why are you not gonna have another kid?" And she's like, "I'm afraid that." If it's not like Steven, he's going to kill it. And if it's like Steven, I'm going to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. 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 And so, um, yes, Lawton was definitely. And we had said, we've said, had Lawton been born first, there may not be a lean in her Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, and he was a hard baby. Lawton was a hard baby. And Gray has, like, Gray's never been a great, he's never been the worst sleeper, but he's not a, the best sleeper. Like, mm-hmm. he definitely, like, still once a night, and one of us has to go in there in the, in the middle of the night. See, like, we were so, Landon is like, so if it's is better, by the, was a by the book kid. See, like, I birthed super an easy. angel, yes. so I'm like, sexual, like, super it's gotta easy. be because there's um, But yeah. you know, I, being an only child myself, like, I knew that yes. we wanted to have multiple children. Right. I yeah. knew, like, I desired for them to be close together in age. I kind of wanted that picturesque, like, mm-hmm. yeah. friend little thing. Um, so, <laughs> we kind of had, I don't, 
no, like a, a mark in our head of like the age difference we wanted to have. Yeah. Um, and so like Lawton, um, let's see. Lawton so was the first born, yeah. Lawton was born October 4th. Landon was born November 30th. So like Landon turned three about two months after Lawton was born. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and now I look at y'all and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was Landon. Yeah. Shoot, and then yeah. we had a baby. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think Greg, like Greg, is so sweet. Like he has such a cuddly, sweetheart sweet. personality side, but he is also so like mm-hmm. high energy, mischievous, pushes the limits. Like, and the not so great sleep has mm-hmm. like we always said two to three was like yeah. was going to be our goal because yeah. Taylor and I, our siblings are both seven years younger than us. Such a good age so, between y'all. Yeah, yeah so. But now that, I mean, Greg will be three in two weeks. And I'm like, no. Okay. There's well, no baby right uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no other baby. Like, okay, well, well, that's okay. It's exactly. totally yeah. okay. And yeah, I think that's... a lot of factors make that. I mean, I think for us, like, Landon was a very easy baby. Um, yeah. yeah. That was a huge factor. And you factor. didn't have social media yeah. either. And I think not. I even did not. Like, two under two is, like, a trend. Like, yeah. I, am I making yeah. that up? Like, no. I feel like the influencers, it's like... Two hundred two. I'm bringing all the stress on myself, and I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. like, and it's great. It Look at them in matching outfits. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, but they have a nanny. Like, right? Yeah. It's different. Yeah. And now, the crazy it thing is. is, like, I, which is crazy and sad, I can hardly remember when it was just Landon. Yeah. Like, I'm so far removed See, now that from makes that. Me sad. It's Ooh. sad. Yeah. Now, yeah. and I do remember, like, um, majorly. So I had a scheduled C-section with Lawton. Um, and so the couple nights leading up to having that C-section, like I would literally just stand mm-hmm. by Landon's bed and oh watch him gosh. sleep and cry, and like I was yeah. like, "How am I ever gonna?" You know, I mean, yeah. I, that's very normal. You think right? I love another one, right? Like, and right. like, am I unfair by bringing another kid in the world? Like yeah. I had all all the emotions, yeah. right? Yeah. We did the whole like last weekend of three, and like yeah, yeah. all of that, yeah. right? Yeah. And the beauty is, Landon doesn't remember life without Walton. Yeah, you know? oh, that's sweet. Ever, yeah. 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 He's zero memory right. of being an only child. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Um, Were you afraid of being pregnant again? Because truthfully, that was the hardest part. I was. Me. I had a great, easy pregnancy. I, I just didn't like being No, honestly. Off. And I would say, I was, <laughs> so, I was so naive the first time that anything could go wrong. Mm-hmm. And in between having Landon, um, I had two very close friends both lose a baby. And that reality had never hit me. Yeah. Like, I didn't struggle. I mean... Thank yeah. goodness we didn't struggle with yeah. infertility issues. And just the thought of like, oh my gosh, yeah, could lose a baby or something yeah. could be wrong or something could happen. And so, yeah, like that settled in a little bit um, after I walked through that experience. You're with so naive them. the first time You're around. so naive. And you're just lucky that, yeah. Eric, so you're like, oh yeah, of course I got pregnant. Of course, you're you know, so it's not yeah. something you had to struggle with. No. Um, but so now that they're like in this wild age, how do you like deal... I've seen, like, when it comes to discipline, and you guys are good examples of, like, outward discipline, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, you're very good at, like, handling things on the spot, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be a good or, I mean, it can be handled good or it can Absolutely. be bad because they don't think to be embarrassed or whatever. But, like, Absolutely. and every kid's different. But how have you found discipline-wise for each one of your kids? Like, what mm-hmm. works? What works? Um, Landon is your typical, like, um you can get the disappointed spill too and it breaks him in a thousand pieces, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, he lulls, he lulls yeah. in his own guilt, yeah. right? Like, you yeah. just you just know it and it That's just, me as a which child, is so like, yeah. honestly, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's the easiest. I hate it because it's I am easiest. that way because I'm like, oh, but I know how you feel. Like, I feel we're feeling in the it's world. But the also, absolute. it's a lot easier. It's the absolute. As parents, I guess. Um, Lawton is, of course, very strong-willed and... Um, as a young kid, you could beat him, you could restrict him, you could, sometimes you could wear him out, and he would look at you with this look on his face like, do you feel better? Like, are we good here? Are we done? That's going to be great. Great. And it is yeah. so, so frustrating. But what I have found with Lawton is, tell me, tell me. Well, give me, Lawton doesn't like to be alone. Let me tell you where I'm at right now. So, Gray puts himself in timeout now. Mm-hmm. And he put all of his stuffed animals in timeout after he got in trouble the other day. And he laughs about it. So that's where I'm at. Continue. That's Lawton. <laughs> that, that is Lawton. That is Lawton. Um, and it's hard. He and it's hard because 
also when you're in situations where other people are watching you, mm-hmm. it, it makes you feel powerless. Yeah. You're like, you, you immediately recognize when people around you have never had a strong little kid. Yeah. yeah. Because they're like, Right. See what she's letting like, so like he didn't respond to no or come here or you know don't yes. do that. Yes. I'm gonna. You know, <laughs> well, I will say with Lawton, <laughs> we just always had to be super consistent. Like, yeah. And there's been struggle, and there's been times where I mean, Lawton one night sat at the dinner table. He was probably about five or six. He was roughly in kindergarten, and we had a, you take two bites of everything on your plate, like. Take two bites. After that, you don't have to eat anything else, but you take two bites. He did not want zucchini, and that was on his plate. He sat at the table for probably four hours, crying, (laughs) gnashing of teeth, throwing things in the floor, Um, and as hard as it was, just had to wait it out. I'm like, and that sucks. Yeah, it's exhausting. To go toe-to-toe. Yeah. But because I did, right, to get get in. in. But because I did, and we stayed the course, Hours. (laughs) Hours. <laughs> Two nights later, we're in the same predicament. And he has a reference point. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. we've done this. Yeah. You're going to eat two bites. Yeah. Very calmly. I'm not going to raise my voice at you. He ate two bites. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's hard because they just wear you down. Yeah. Like wear your spirit yeah. and your joy down. Well, yeah. I think we have this whole, like, again, back to social media. There's this, and correct me if I'm wrong, Victoria, but there's like a whole, yeah. I don't even what you, I know what you call it. Montessori myth, I don't know, but it's basically mm-hmm. like talking to them in a way where you're like, no, don't do that. You're like, hi, would you like to do this instead? Like, like redirect, redirecting. Redirecting yeah. is like a huge thing. Yeah. And you're like, no, I'm, I'm the girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm the girl. No. Yeah. You're yeah. the girl. Yeah. Now, we'll yeah. say this with, a, with that personality. And, and somewhere along the way, discipline changes into guidance, right? You're trying mm-hmm. to, the point of your discipline is to try to guard and guide their heart to something right. else, right? right? And so... Um, Lawton in the moment is completely irrational and you can't have that conversation, right? But yeah. when he comes down off of that moment, yeah. now we can have rational conversations. So yeah. the other, I mean, for instance, the other night, he um, he didn't want Maylee to have something. I don't even remember what the something was. But he had been gifted, like, the opportunity to have it. It was a water bottle. I got a clip some water bottle from mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And I let May use it. For school, I was like, no, May, you can take it tomorrow. Well, Lawton had been using it, and he just flipped his mind. Like, what? I've been using the water bottle. Why does she get to use the water bottle? Just, like, going nuts, right? So, I mean, after we were like, you're not going to speak to anybody that way. Yeah. You can go sit outside, and when you're ready, come back in. So, we came back in, and we're we're like, Lawton, you were gifted that water bottle. You didn't do anything to deserve that water bottle. Like, my, I earned the water bottle, and I allowed you to use it. Yeah. And because I'm the owner-creator, I can now decide that I'm going to gift her. Yeah. And I went on mm-hmm. to explain to him, like, she had a big test at school the next day she was really nervous about, and I just thought it was a good job. He said, well, you didn't tell me that. I'm like, but you didn't give but me the opportunity. But I should have to. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm like, sometimes I know things about scenario that you don't know, and you have to trust me. Sounds like a sermon. Right? Oh, so it begins, so yeah. it begins <laughs> to be like addressing the inappropriate behaviors. The inappropriate behavior was you being very disrespectful to me in your tone and your voice. But then eventually guiding that conversation, like guiding your heart towards why. The bigger purpose. Right. You know, and so, and then with May, um, she already has the 15-year-old death stare. (laughs) She can stare at you for days and it's just, ugh. I I don't know that I'm really ready to be a girl mom of a teenage girl one day, but... um, the same thing with her. I just kind of have to address the behavior. I had to be very specific with her about the behavior um, and that I still love you and accept you because she has some anxiety and separation things. And so, um, but it's hard. Back to what you said. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to have three different kids with three different personalities with one goal of how you're trying to drive them towards, but like doing this with this one is effective, but doing it with this one is not effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, it's tiring. Yeah. 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 And I mean, all in all, we have pretty good kids. I mean, by the world standards, like I'm not, yes. not building anybody out of jail, but like, right. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Um, so we kind of, we touched on like how you and Blake prioritize each other, but I guess more specifically, how do y'all continue growing your friendship and your marriage? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. in that quality time, like how Mm -hmm. do you continue? Because 
even with one kid, like, I feel like we've learned so quickly, it's so easy to become just, like, passing each other. Like, we're like, the end of the week, and you're like, do we even have, like, a legit quality conversation Mm -hmm. this week? You know, like, how do you... And it gets even more chaotic with the more kids you have and the order yeah. they get and the more activities they're involved in. And so you're like, supposed to be attractive and like this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, how do you, I guess. The person ready to go at any yeah. time. Like, <laughs> sorry. It's true. That like, doesn't change ever. My <laughs> biggest fear is just like getting to when our kids are grown and they're out of the house and we've just been roommates mm-hmm. and now we're mm-hmm. left with like. Right. Who is this person? Right. You know, like, who is this person next to me? So Absolutely. What have you all learned so far as far as, like... For me, I have to... I have to, like, intentionally remind myself of that because I can go into... Work, okay, I've come home from work, and I can go into, like, okay, super efficient, like, got to unload the dishwasher, got to get supper, got to get... I can go into that mode so yes. easily. Yes. And I have to, like, remind myself to, like, shut that off. Like, I can control that. I can control what I do with that information. Right. Like, be present with him. Like, go sit on the porch for 10 minutes. Like, go let Gray run around on the screen porch, and it may be chaotic, and he may be throwing stuff everywhere, (laughs) right? But it's okay, because it can all be picked up. Right. Right. But continuing day in, day out to never be intentional about cutting your brain off, Mm -hmm. turning your, like, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, we've got to get this done, I've only got this much time, Mm -hmm. like... If you don't cut that off at some point and just almost sit in the chaoticness of it, yeah. like you'll never be okay with it. Yeah, you know, it's all, yeah. you have to embrace the just sitting in it. Right. Yeah. How are you and Blake's? I guess I mean love language is kind of cheesy, but like, how are y'all different in that? Like, how have you um, found that like you serve him best and then he serves you best? That's a good question. Blake is very much physical touch and time, mm-hmm. and so physical touch obviously and it's funny because I'm not a snuggler and it's ironic too May is not a snuggler so he's like I have two women he he's like nobody's a snuggler yeah. um, and sometimes I have to like not I won't say force myself but I do because like by the time I sit down at night I'm like I don't really okay <laughs> slide over next to him you know and just like rub his arm just trying to show that um but then he's a time person too so like again the ability to come home and where my mind goes immediately into efficiency mode. Right. Mm-hmm. Being like, okay. Yeah. This doesn't bother him. None of this bothers him. Mm-hmm. Like, the chaoticness does not bother him. Yeah. I allow He's it not to. like, why are the dishes not No. Why is I allow it to bother me and then rob right. him of time. Right. right. And so, intentionality of just being like, and that sounds so stupid, but I can sit on the yeah. couch. And if something is like, um... Like a blanket is like in the basket, but somebody didn't fold it the way I would have folded it. Mm-hmm. I have to like control that thought in my mind because yeah. I want to get up and go fold the blanket. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. And like, I do. So I have to be present too. in the time. Yeah. 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 He's like, you put so much on yourself because I've become yes. very neurotic, I guess, being home all the time, like cleaning. Yes. I'm obsessed with it. So then I get mad at him when he didn't fold the laundry that's been yes. sitting there. And it's like, it's like I would do it, but like, you, like mm-hmm. I didn't do it in the timing. I, he didn't do it in the timing that I wanted. Yes. So then I'm internally mad. I don't voice it. Then he, yeah. I get blow up at <laughs> him like four days later. Yeah. Right. So and then that like, robs you of, of sure. the time and space you do right. have and then together. I think the 15 things I'm yeah. not even mad about. You know what I mean? Like it. He's like you put so much on yourself. Like Absolutely. take it off and just sit. He's like I can't sit. I'm so Absolutely. bad at sitting. Yeah. So it's definitely now on the opposite. I'm like a like what is the term like? Serve, that sounds bad to say serve me, but like doing small things for me makes acts of service, right? And so um, Blake is like, just give me two two or three things at a time. Like just two or three things that you would like to see done and then give me time to do it. Yeah. Nice. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Right. And so, because my mind's constantly, like you're saying, I can constantly be thinking of things, right? Mm -hmm. And so having to give time. But I do, I think the biggest thing is just, you will easily forget each other in in the constant need to control the things around you. Yeah. And to make the house look a certain way or make sure when you're in public your kids behave a certain way. Like you will you will rob yourself. Yeah. You know of that. Yeah. Okay. Um how do y'all handle screen time for the kids right now? Mm-hmm. And each other. And each other. Yeah. Um well, we universally 
um, myself and the kids. Now, Blake stays up later than me, obviously, but um, <laughs> we we make you come plug your stuff in at night upstairs on the desk. And so, just you got to have some separation from it. Yeah. But what I found is interesting with, like, screen time is, like, all the mechanisms out there that you can, like, set settings to be like, okay, well, if they have this much screen time, they can sh- then it'll shut off or it'll, like, mm-hmm. you know, all this parent control stuff, which I think is awesome. But I think... Your investment is the biggest parent control. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. most kids will choose, if you will say, hey, let's go outside and do so-and-so. Right. They're going to choose to do that. Exactly. We put them on screens because it's easy to Easier occupy first. them so yeah. we can do something else. Exactly. And that goes back to the idea of, like, yeah. so can I just be yeah. intentional about the time I'm given yeah. and enjoy it? Versus yeah. going into, oh, no, i got to cook supper, i got to yeah. put these dishes away, i got to do that. So yeah. then you're sitting on YouTube yeah. while I do all this. Yeah. Versus we're that the top together. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. we are the biggest factor to control their screen time. Right. Yeah. Is just being with them. Yeah. You know? Um, and also I think sometimes it's just like I think we are afraid to say, like, it's okay for kids to be bored. Yeah. Mm. Like my mom said that. It's totally yeah. okay for kids to be bored. Yeah. Couldn't say the word. Because she'd find something for me right. to do, but it's okay for them yeah. to And, like, we just went outside when we were little. Yes. Like, yeah. and just even, yeah, even when they were yeah. made up games yes. outside yeah. and, you know. And so, and I don't yeah. know. I mean, I have, I have friends that do all the parental controls and all that kind of stuff. And, again, I think it has a place and it's good and it's valuable. But I think our own, we're, we're like, kind of selling ourselves out with our own awareness. Yeah. By mm-hmm. kind of doing that. Yeah. When I'm just, like... Just be present with your kid. And then when it gets dark and they have to come inside, just say, all right, after supper, you're going to read, mm-hmm. play a game, you lay on your bed, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But we're not going to have any screens tonight. Yeah. yeah. You know? And yeah. so. Yeah. And I think it's hard to, go ahead. You were going to say, like, it's hard for us because we're on our phones a whole lot more than probably you even, guys are. like, Absolutely. recognizing that, like, technology is a bad thing, like, even for me and T. Yes. Like, hands down and we'll yes. say it and recognize it and still not change it yeah. well and, so, and, that, and that's hard because your is. generation has kind mm-hmm. of become right. I mean that's the norm yeah. Yeah. that's what you see and, and honestly see yeah so I mean like that's my biggest pet peeve like we don't let them well we don't let them do phones at the table ever even in a restaurant like you don't do phone at the table ever yeah. you definitely don't do it in our house and what's funny to me is how many kids will eat dinner at our house mm-hmm. and when we say mm-hmm. we don't do phones at the table they're like Oh, yeah, like so hard. Like, yeah, new to them. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh wait, you sit on your phone at your house at your dinner yeah. table. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, we don't do it here, well, and they're cool with it. Like they, right. they wanted right. people to talk to them, you know? right? And it's you know, not hating on the parents that allow you know. Absolutely, we've learned very quickly. Like I think we saw it before Bowen, mm-hmm. like wanting screens. Yes, but then. So we got him like a little kid's tablet for Christmas last year. The thought behind it, and I swear I was never going to be that mom. <laughs> we weren't going to do screens. Right. We weren't going to do all, all this stuff. Before. You do. But the main reason was like traveling to my hometown. Yes. Like longer car rides. Absolutely. And I think like educationally they serve a purpose. Oh, like, absolutely. They can be a good yeah, tool when used correctly. Ways. Right. Mm-hmm. But when I started keeping him at home while working at home, mm-hmm. that was an easy tool for me yeah. to say. And sometimes that might be necessary. Absolutely. Like sometimes there are might, necessary right. to do. Yeah. Right. But we would see it in him and hate so bad, like, his reaction when he wanted it. He found all our hiding spots. Like, he had it in his hand at all times. Like, from zero to 100 really quickly. And it was bothering both of us. Mm-hmm. And then, like... We would also look at each other and be like, but we're both literally on our phones. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. why can we expect any different of him? So, like, it's A, true. it's being a parent. And then, B, it's like, how do I correct this myself? So, like, mm-hmm. he hasn't had his tablet at all for two weeks. Nice. Like, cold turkey took yeah. it away. You know what he does? He'll go and play on his own. You know, mm-hmm. And, like, he it did does. those things beforehand. The absence of it right. creates. And, like, like, I genuinely think, like, the meltdowns have been less and less. Like, I'm sure. And then even with ourselves, like, I, this is going to be my high if we got to it. But, like, my high of the week was being so proud of myself that I made the decision last night in thinking through technology and how can we do better and all these things of, you know what? Like, I've been wearing this watch that pings me if I'm not right beside my phone, which is not often. I'm not, not that they're bad, but for myself, like mentally thinking through this for 
a while now. Like, how do we fix it? Like, you know what? No. And, like, try to talk myself back into it. But I use it for working out, and I track my sleep, and I do these things. Is it healthy for me to be obsessive over my workouts mm-hmm. and my sleep because of a watch? No. So, no, that's not a good enough excuse. Like, yeah. I can't. There's no reason for me that I can justify wearing it. Mm-hmm. So, I told Tyler last night, I'm telling you this out loud. And that's not to say I'm totally, right. like, forever right. committed mm-hmm. to it. But yeah. I'm putting it in a drawer. Like, yeah. I'm not wearing it. I'm not going to allow this to, like, take my attention even more mm-hmm. when there's no reason that my phone can't just be on loud if so something true. happens. What's yeah. funny is, like, my college students, they can't fathom that I don't have, like, that yeah. I don't do social media. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another one. They're like, like, like I do it, but, but how I don't do you want know to, anything that's happening? I'm like, <laughs> you pick up the phone and you I live life. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I live it. I don't I live have life. To, yeah. 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 Like, they're, it's I just know. completely mind-blowing to why like it is so funny because we've talked about this right. how many times like yeah especially since we did the ruthless elimination yeah. of the book like yeah. we I think we all went through a season where we did no social media like I took it off my phone I didn't necessarily delete my accounts because mm-hmm. I wanted those pictures to be saved yeah. and it's sad that all my pictures that I wanted were on See, there that was one of my biggest yeah. I I I like, that season you know my thumb you got out of it shows, it shows my age <laughs> in general right and I'm 40 plus but I got out of the habit of like just randomly picking up my phone for no purpose you mm-hmm. know right now just pick up my phone with absolutely no purpose and I'll just go to Instagram and scroll and scroll, you know yeah. right. and so I got out of that habit and then slowly I got back on because of yeah some random thing I wanted to look at. So I downloaded Instagram and all of a sudden it was like, sucks me back in. Brooks is nine months old and he literally, like, Mm -hmm. he, first of all, I think it's overstimulation of light. I've read that, like, babies, Mm -hmm. like, that is very drawn to them. We're addicted. It's this whole cycle of chemical in our brain. But, like, I think he grabs it and wants it. Not that I, I mean, he doesn't play any games or do anything on it. He just sees me on it. Right. So I think he's like, this will get her attention. Even yeah, if I'm not holding absolutely. it, he just knows that that's something that's a part yeah. of me. So well, I'm like, take it. And yeah. they yeah. want to do what we want to do. Like, yeah. whatever I have, and that's one of the things Gray's getting into the most trouble with right now, is like, he literally wants to have whatever I'm touching. So if I'm cooking, he'll trap, he'll, he's trying to pull everything. He yeah, yeah, he wants my attention. Absolutely. And so they want what we want. So yeah. we're on it all the time. And that's we think really. it's important. Yeah, they're gonna think. He'll take it and go, right? Like he's so excited. Well, and it's funny in our family is like you know we did you don't get data till you're old enough to drive the car, and so Landon thought only. Yeah, so Landon got data when he was old enough to drive a car, and. Um, Lawton still doesn't have data. He has an old iPhone, so he can use it where there's Wi-Fi. He has, like, an iCloud account he can text from or whatever. And, like, that's so unpopular, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, my God, I'm the last person. So I'm just imagining when your kids get <laughs> oh there. Because if my kids know. already feel that way, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, May's like, I'm going to ask for a phone for Christmas. I'm like, yeah. you didn't ask, but you're not getting one. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. not. Yeah. But, I mean, the common thing is by third yeah. grade, these kids mm-hmm. have phones, yeah. right? And so and they're sold this, like, we got to have one. Yeah. All we could do yeah. is text. So when we were in the 8th or ninth grade and got See, our first phone, it was a flip right. phone. I mean, it, it wasn't. I couldn't even text until I was 16. Really? Yeah. I had Tina. I was about to say. Like, I used to, like, I feel like high school is yeah. when I was, like, really. Mm-hmm. Yep. I spent the majority of my, I mean, middle school was when instant message, like, mm-hmm. AIM, yeah. and, like, all yeah, of that all came that into play. Mm-hmm. And MySpace was introduced, and I secretly created one. What <laughs> was your song? Got so, I don't even remember. Oh, Probably. I was cranked up. I have, I'm sure. Like, <laughs> when course. you go on the profile, yes. like, that's what played. But, like, oh, I mean, and I know we're obviously still in our 20s. I mean, I'm about to be 29, so I'm still in my 20s. But, like, <laughs> when I was little, I mean, we grew up going outside, like, playing with sticks. We came in with dirt all over our feet from being outside barefoot it's like there's something so beautiful about that creativity and just like being free and I'm on that I mean you know part of that might be a safety thing too I think maybe we're fed so much Mm -hmm. negativity that the thought of sending our child outside might be Uh, terrifying you know what I mean so like well they're safe that they're here yeah Yeah. like we want them to play but we don't want to go outside but we don't want to send you know especially we're in the city so you just you're like what if a car comes you know like things you obviously probably thought about but on a whole different level because we just hear so much negativity absolutely yeah and it's just hard because it's so available like if it wasn't an option like if Instagram and Facebook wasn't an option like 
we wouldn't even care. You yeah, know what I mean? Would, we yeah. wouldn't know any different. And we the would crazy be thing is, like, you guys are right where you are. It's the time for you and your spouses to discuss that. Like, what is going to be our stance? Like, right. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. are they going to have phones or are they not going to have phones? When are they going to have a phone? Yeah. Um, are we going to live on social media or are they not? Like, yeah. now's the time because it's going to creep up really quickly. Yeah. On you. I think that's a tricky balance too. Brandon and I were talking about the other day of like, not like you don't want to raise a rebel. Like you don't want to be mm-hmm. so intense that they want to go the exact opposite direction of everything they've been taught. But at the same time, like you don't want you don't want to be so free that they have this that's space true. of like. Right. You know what I mean? It's a tricky yeah. balance of like, Absolutely. and I think preacher's kids probably get a bad rap for that. <laughs> like very much so. You know. So we kind of have, um, we kind of have the read random text hour at our house. Um, oh. Mm. And, you know, Landon's friends get on it too. So, like, they know, like, yeah, it's kind of a fun game. They're like, all right, I'm like, all right, bring out the phones. That's hilarious. We're going to read, read a random I'll text. Be, nice. You know, nice. and, like, we just make it fun and lighthearted, and then we, like, make fun of them, basically. And we're like, right. oh, my gosh, why would you ever say that to somebody? Yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous, you know, and, like, yeah. they just kind of think it's fun. And, yeah. Um, I do. I think you're right that you have to be present enough in their world to realize what they're up against, pressure-wise, and what what their norm is. I mean, you don't want them to be such an outlier that they do, you know, rebel or they mm-hmm. completely isolate themselves. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. like, how do you equip them with enough trust? Mm-hmm. Um, but and fear, but like a healthy yeah. amount of fear, but not, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I know we have to like kind of wrap it up. Yeah. Do we have? Yeah. One more question, or, or do we want to do rapid fire high low? Rapid fire high low. Ross, tell us your high and low of the week as a mom. Why high person. low of the week as a mom, um, or wife, or just yeah, person. Person. Okay, general. well, <laughs> I'll share my my low as a week as a mom is that we um, mainly lost a tooth and we had no cash, and so the tooth fairy oh, oh gave her her own money. <laughs> Because let's preface this, Maylee, Maylee is squirrel a order and has plenty of money. Away. And so her money, her like oh, bag with her wallet was in the kitchen. That was awesome. And Blake was like, did you have any cash? I'm like, no, did you have any cash? She's like, no. He was like, I don't even know your $10. So he goes to her wallet and takes out her own dollar bill That's and goes in. And I'm like, this is an all time. We're giving our child her own money. Yeah. Like, that's not oh, really smart, actually. Does she keep um, track? Like, does she count it? Or she just I don't know if she will or not. She used like, to count she used it. To count she would it. tell you, like, I have $208. She like, used to count it. To a T. Um, a high, I guess, I still as a mom, um, in a small way, is like Landon has been coming to the gym um, in the mornings and usually gets mm-hmm. there after yes. me. So Monday morning, like I was um, riding the bike and he came over and just put his little hand <laughs> on my back and like rubbed it in it. And he was like, I was like, morning, buddy. He's like, morning. And then he just walked off and did his thing. But it's like that little moment of being like, yeah. Oh, I've always like, me. I've always loved that about just, Landon. Just seeing him. Yeah. I mean, since we've known y'all, that he is so affectionate. And he's I guess it's a personality thing, but it's so sweet he's that he's very so affectionate, affectionate, especially to you. Cause he's very affectionate. Anyway. All right, Are we going to do ours, too? I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. High, low. Um, Rapid fire. Oh, gosh, y'all. I didn't write this down. <laughs> uh, hi. We are going to be uh, actually launching the podcast soon, which is really exciting. We've been doing, like, a planning our launch party thing, so that's been super fun, planning photo shoots and all that fun stuff. Um, low... I had to pay my mortgage this week, so <laughs> one of those weeks is that one paycheck that you're like, oh, yeah, that's not fun. Yeah. Um, no, no, other than that, it's been a good week, so. Yeah. Brooks is getting his fourth tooth up top, though, so he's been nice. a little grumpy. Other than that, it's been good. What about you? Um, my high was Friday night, my parents kept Gray overnight at their house oh, for yeah. a little spend the night thing, and he had so much fun, so we got to have a little date night out and just... Being home by herself and just having a relaxing night, which never ever happens, because if we go, if we do that, we like go stay somewhere else. So, Maylee, come on, hey man. <laughs> um, I don't really know that I have a low. I mean, it's been a pretty good week. Mm-hmm. I felt a lot better this last week. I'm over my cold stuff, so nice. I'm good. Thank <laughs> you, Victoria. All right, I said my high was. 
which, I mean, it's not like, I don't know, maybe it's weird to be a high, but deciding to not wear the watch, like, that felt like a good win. That's a good challenge. Yeah. I never thought yeah. about my watch being it's a great thing. Yep. My low, <laughs> I didn't even, like, tell any of y'all this. I only told Tyler, who was with your husband, and he just thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, I don't do bugs at all, oh, whatsoever. Um... So the cat runs into our room while Bone's asleep. Tyler's out of the house, like, with the guys, <clears throat> with a live cockroach in his mouth. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you I said things that I should not have said, <laughs> it was not good. And he would put it down and, like, play with it. Like, oh, call it. Does and it I was like, it. Benji, just eat it. Yeah. <laughs> eat it. Like, oh, I was doing like that. Job. Yeah. <laughs> if I hear the nails on the ground, it's a cockroach. Yeah. yeah. It's got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so bad. Do your job. That's only the it. second cockroach we've ever like seen in this house. Knock on wood. The first one got a call to the like Terminex or whatever the next day, and so did this one. Like we're we're back I on that train. Call we saw something yeah. on Gray's monitor a couple weeks ago. Like oh. it was like looked like a. Sh- I don't even know what it looked like. Don't say this. Yeah. Oh, and no. we were. It was. He was already asleep, and he oh. was in there, and we were both in the living room. I was like. Is it? And I was like, is it a car now? Like it just looked like something going across. Like it was, it was. Taylor went in there and turned on his flashlight on the camera because it wasn't a car. Because we were in the living room, like right. we right. we didn't. This on yeah. the same side of the house, so we didn't see a car like coming in. It was a cockroach <gasps> on his monitor in his room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> so bad. for the next week, I had Taylor inspect his entire room before we went to bed. I was terrified. <laughs> Uh-uh. Well, yeah, Roz, thank you so oh, much yes. for thank coming. You so thank you Thanks thank for joining Maylie at the end. Yes. Glad you're here. Um, yeah, I don't know what we're doing next week, but yeah, figure it out. Yeah. All right, bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>